Welcome to Cinema Wellman. I'm your host, David, and today our cinema is going to get very claustrophobic as we look at two movies that take place in elevators. I can already feel the walls closing in. Today we present Elevator versus Devil to determine which was worse. There are several memorable elevator scenes in film history. I came up with the following off the top of my head. There's the razor murder in Dressed to Kill. There's the sex scene in Fatal Attraction. There's the lunacy of the Wonka Vader in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Uh, there's arguably the best part of The Departed. And there's all that blood coming out of the elevator in The Shining. Just to make sure that I didn't miss any, uh, I did some interwebs research. And while researching memorable ele- elevator sequences in movies, I came across a website For West Coast Elevators, West Coast Elevators is based in Western Australia, and I only mention them because their website, westcoastelevators.com.au, features a section titled, The Top Six Elevator Scenes in Movies. This is brilliant. I absolutely love that an elevator manufacturer has this on their website, complete with little write-ups and clips from the movies. If I am ever in the market for an elevator. I am contacting the good people at West Coast Elevators. I don't care if they're in Australia. If I have enough money to be in the market for an elevator, then I'll get one from West Coast Elevators. Good on ya. Here are their top six before I get today's to today's bottom two. Number six, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Number five, The Departed. Number four, Captain America, The Winter Soldier. Number three, you've got mail. Number two, drive. And number one, and I recalled this when I read their list and I went, wow, correct. I should have thought of that one right away because it's brilliant. North by Northwest. Those are excellent choices. I totally understand why an elevator manufacturer would have neglected to mention Dress to Kill, Fatal Attraction, and The Shining. You will also notice that West Coast Elevators neglected to mention both Elevator and Devil. The reason for that is that both of those are horrible movies that should be dropped straight down the nearest elevator shaft. We here at Cinema Wellman have once again taken a bullet for you. We watched Elevator and Devil, and we're here to spoil both films for you today as we determine which was worse. Let's step into that elevator and see where we go other than down to the depths of creative talent and good taste. First up is Elevator from 2012. This is unrated, 84 minutes, and IMDb has it with a 5.3. Now, if you are familiar with Which Was Worse here at Cinema Wellman, we have the official Which Was Worse Cinema Wellman rubric. And those categories are story, plot, line, script, acting, special effects, self-awareness, and effort. The most you can get is one point. And the fewest will take away three. Okay, so one to negative three. So the rubric results for elevator. Story, plot, line, script, negative one. Acting, negative one. Special effects, zero. There were none. Self-awareness, minus two. And effort, another minus two. So Elevator is a minus six going into the lightning round. Now, a reminder that all indiscretions to follow are worth negative one points until, unless otherwise noted. Here we go. Nine strangers are trapped in a Wall Street elevator, one of whom has a bomb. Now, is this common practice? Nine people in the same elevator and, and some people that are more frequent elevator visitors than I 
uh, might say, oh, yeah, there's elevators with like 15, 20 people. No, absolutely not. I, I don't, I'm, I'm not well-versed in elevators, and I don't want to be. But it seems harsh to be in an elevator with eight other people. I, I, and if it's a Wall Street elevator, there's bound to be a high entitled asshole quotient. Shallow and stereotypical screenwriting for 100, Alex, that's a minus two. I'm wondering as I watch, are we going to have to guess who has the bomb? Or will they tell us right away? There's zero points there. I was just wondering. The opening scene shows the bomb maker, but not the person purchasing the bomb. So it could be anyone. The person with the bomb didn't create it. That opens up the playing field. I like that. Plus one. The rare plus one on which was worse. There's a comedian on, comedian in quotes, there's a comedian on board the elevator and he is racist and claustrophobic and totally one dimensional minus three. Here's a, one of his quotes, one of his jokes, these little quip here. Hey, Bin Laden, I'm joking. Terrorists have no sense of humor. Wow. Not funny. Minus two. An older woman, an investor in the big company whose building this happens to be, she gets on board. She's obviously the bomber. Minus two for telegraphing it. I'll give it back if it's not her. Top exec and obnoxious granddaughter get on the elevator. When asked for ID, she snaps at the guard. I hope she dies first. Negative four. All aboard and the door closes at the 1124 mark. Absolutely no one, nobody to root for except the security guard and the woman with the bomb. Negative two. Braddy Kid presses emergency stop button just to tweak the claustrophobic guy. What an asshole. She's then called an evil little bitch. Minus three. Flashback scene with the bomber. Some kind of bullshit that once the bomb is set, it can't be stopped, etc. How convenient. Bomber woman's husband died recently. He would have wanted to meet the big boss. That's Mr. Barton, who just happens to be on this elevator. The husband must have died due to company negligence, etc. She wants revenge. Again, the fact that she's the bomber couldn't be more obvious. No one has revealed themselves to be the bomber as of yet. Barton pisses off the security guy on the other end of the intercom, and this will always get you a minus here at Sim Wellman and in life. Uh, minus two, because he says, do you know who I am? Ugh. The pregnant bond trader has to pee, so she pees into her purse. There is zero reason for this scene to be included unless it's to pad the pitiful runtime. Even with the pee scene. You couldn't crack 90 minutes. Negative two. Old bomber woman opens up about her son dying and a husband killing himself. She reveals that she has a bomb at the 36-minute mark and then conveniently dies of a heart attack. Minus two. Not sure why they hit her at the start if it was going to be so obvious that it was her. There really weren't any other choices. Negative three. Here's a quote from evil, greedy, one-dimensionally written big boss Mr. Barton. We didn't lose their money. They lost their own money. <laughs> Minus two. A reporter on the elevator starts streaming everything from inside the elevator. Come on, people. This is by far the dumbest thing to happen so far. I hate the media. Minus three. Pregnant bond trader is the only one that looks for the bomb on the dead bomber woman. She's the only one with any guts. You'd think there'd be more suspense in a movie about a bomb on an elevator. Comes out that the douchey executive with the reporter is the father of the pregnant woman's child. Anyone paying attention suspected that from the very start. Minus two. Cut back to the bomber watching on TV. 
Good thing that television news coverage is so comprehensive. He knows exactly what's going on in this elevator. I get that they evacuated the building, but they're just not sending anyone to deal with this or try to deal with it? That kind of sucks. They're on their own. Negative three. Obnoxious kid presses all the buttons on the elevator. The elevator drops. Guy's arm gets chopped off because he was reaching out. They had the doors open. They were between floors. He was reaching out. And this kid presses all the buttons, slam down, arm off, fade to black. Is it over? Plus 100 if it is over. Unfortunately, it's not over. Negative five. Several minutes in the dark are among the more interesting minutes in the entire movie. Lights come on. Guy is armless now. Tons of blood in this elevator. That little girl should go to prison. Here's what she says. It's all my fault. It's all my fault. It's all my fault. You're damn right it is, kid. Negative three. They have total phone communication with the outside world, and nobody is helping them in any way. Negative two. Are you re... They use the R word. And like, wow, were they still use... This was made in 2012. Oh, terrible. Awful word. Negative four. The bomb maker, who turns out to be a friend of the bomber woman's dead son, comes forward on TV and everyone in the elevator is watching the broadcast on their phones in the elevator. That building... And, and all of its elevators is totally wired up. What great Wi-Fi. Minus three. They have 10 minutes to go before the bomb goes off, and the movie has 20 minutes to go. That's not bad. I don't hate the ratio. Plus one. The reporter says, you're the top story all over the world. Bullshit. No one cares about this. This would be on the news in the city where it's taking place. That's it. Someone says this. We need to cut the body in half. They want to cut the bomber woman's body, the dead bomber woman's body in half and throw the bomb half down the elevator shaft with a tiny, tiny, tiny knife. You couldn't cut through a mouse with the knife they have. And Mr. Barton decides that he can do it. And he does. And they're like removing her organs. They don't show anything, but... And then they have a discussion. They have to break her spine. Are you kidding me? They discuss how to break her spine as if they're talking about how to eat a crawdad. Oh, you got to twist. We've broken people's spines before. Do you realize how much blood would be in that elevator if this was even remotely realistic? They cut a grown woman open and removed her. Oh, my God. Oh, arm guy. He already lost his arm. Just, okay. Um, Barton agrees to give them all a million dollars if they get out of this. You know he's lying. He is such slime. You should be looking at all of this, little girl. You're the reason why this woman is being cut in half. Look at it. The bomb squad makes contact. Finally. Took you long enough. Why the bomb squad is so heavily armed and pointing guns into the elevator, I don't know. They know the woman with the bomb is dead. She's a magic act gone wrong right there in the middle of the elevator. But there's a heavy set guy who can't be removed. They get everybody else out, so but he stays behind. And he says, I'm the hero. You're the hero because you're too big to be rescued? I was confused by that comment. What makes him the hero? There is no hero because the bomb just goes off as the elevator descends. Again, they don't show anything. But that's it. So the bomb does go off. 
and only the heavy guy is on board the elevator. The post-explosion afterwards scene goes nowhere. There's zero closure. We have no idea how any of it will move forward. Then again, we really don't care. Uh, That's a total score of negative 82, which is quite terrible. Let's see how much damage Devil can do. Devil's from 2010. It's rated PG-13. It's 80 minutes. And IMDb stunningly has it listed right now with a 6.3, which is so strange. Here's the rubric, the official Cinema Wellman, which was worse, rubric. Story, plotline, script, negative two. Acting, negative two. Special effects, negative one. Self-awareness, negative two. Effort, negative two. Devil has a rubric total of negative nine as we hit a lightning round. Here we go. This all starts with scripture. That's never good. Negative two. City is upside down during the entire opening credits. And then we go right down the elevator shaft. Not bad. Plus one. And then in the credits I see story by M. Night Shyamalan. And then I see produced by M. Night Shyamalan. And oh shit, I did not know this when I chose this film. We may have our winner. Negative 10. Is the devil going to be a mystery? Remember, these are people trapped on board an elevator with the devil. Maybe I didn't say that. Uh, Are they going to tell us right away or are we going to know? No penalty here. Five people on the elevator. The door closes at the 937 mark. No points. Just keeping you up to date on what appears to be the plot. Security are Philadelphia Flyers fans. Everyone deserves to die. Negative three. Temporary security guard, salesman, older woman, hoodie guy, and pretty girl. In communication with security via camera and one-way microphone. The microphone only works one way. How convenient. Nobody has a signal in this elevator, yet everyone had a signal in the other elevator in elevator. They were streaming the news. Which one is right? The devil pays for it. Negative five. Don't sit under the apple tree is playing over and over in the elevator. Is that a Garden of Eden reference? (laughs) Wow, that's pretty heavy-handed. Negative two. They actually show them reading the inspection certificate in the elevator. In honor of my nephew, Brian, who looks at that date in every elevator he goes in. And since he's told me that, I look at that date in every elevator I've ever been in since then. I am awarding points for that. They look at their certificate and they call out the guy by name for his shoddy work. G. Carson, we know who you are. Plus three for them looking at their certificate. And they're not going to get much more. Guard was once locked in a trunk by his brother for six hours. So he's claustrophobic. Got to have at least one claustrophobic character in an elevator movie, I guess. Still lazy script writing. Subplot of a jumper in the building that the cops are investigating. I'm guessing the devil's involved with that as well. Lights go out. There's a struggle. Lights come on. Pretty young girl was stabbed or cut in some way or other. Uh, Creepy salesman guy is the obvious devil, according to what the filmmakers are shoving towards us. Uh, I think it's the old woman. Someone says, we got to call the police. And the police weren't already called with the elevator issue. Security. Flyers fans. Negative two. Ramirez is a kind of religious security guard 
who thinks he saw a face on the elevator. And then he says, sometimes he takes human form. You must consider that one of those people may be the devil. (laughs) There you go. Not a bad first conclusion to jump to. Jump right to, well, I I think the devil's on the elevator. Negative five. Uh, As the lights flicker, the girl sees everyone dead. They never explain this. Negative two. Lights out again. When they come on, the salesman's dead. Guard has a lot of assault in his background. Wow. Could it be him? Well, not if it's the old woman. And who hires security workers with a history of assault? The fire department isn't brought in until the 38-minute mark. Negative two. Here's a quote. I don't believe in the devil. We don't need him. We're bad enough without him. Yeah, yada, yada, yada. Dusty old script writing, negative two. Older woman is dead. I'm not buying it. She's coming back. You can't kill the devil. Only the young woman, the guard, and the young guy are left, negative two. Lead detective and religious security guard now think that they are meant to be the audience for this. The devil is putting on a show for them. Isn't that presumptuous? You think the devil has all that time for you? Minus three. This is equally boring and convoluted. Definitely has that M. Night Shyamalan stink on it. Negative 10. The cop giving orders via the microphone to the people in the elevator to drop their weapons is comical. He's watching on a monitor. Negative four. Turns out the old woman was the devil. I called it. Another transparent Shyamalan twist His specialty, negative five. Drunk driving death is in this young guy's past. He was the one who killed the detective's wife and child in the accident. So the devil came to get him. Fair enough. Plus one. In case the devil watches cinema welding. And then, after all that, the devil doesn't take him. Come on now, devil. You got to be better than that. Negative five. The devil then disappears. The detective is allowed to drive this suspect into headquarters alone? Just the two of them? The guy in the backseat of his car is responsible for the death of his wife and his child. And they'll just let this guy, maybe they didn't realize he was the guy who killed his family. They must not have put that together. I did. Negative two. Detective forgives the guy. I don't forgive the filmmakers. This is painful. Negative three. And I'll leave you with a quote. If the devil is real, God must be real too. Lazy, 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 negative three. That is a total score of negative 84. Wow. Uh, Just terrible. And two points more terrible than elevator. Since you can't argue with rubrics or science, we have an answer to the question, which was worse? Devil. Devil was worse. It was two points worse. Well, that's a wrap for which was worse, five. Thanks so much for joining us, and we hope you're back again next week for another visit to Cinema Wellman. Next week's episode was suggested by my friend Jack just a couple of days ago. I like the topic so much that I fast-tracked it to next week. So join us for our next episode when we take a look at some of the best opening scenes in film history. Scoring a goal in the first minute doesn't mean you're going to win the game. But hey, it's a good start. We hope to see you then. And until then, 
Take care.